You cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have, for the, the last of our, well, the, the last for, for the time being of our SCPs that are based off, of, or that were linked in from the Joey Fucknut saga, <laughs> uh, we have SCP-3884, or... Gunmetal Gary. So, ah, we're back to, to some Joey Fucknut stuff. We got we had a bunch of gripe and stuff with that with the mother, bunch of bullshit. Uh, wasn't even Mother's Day, wow. but um, now we're we're back with uh, with our good old friend Gunmetal Gary from the. It doesn't the, say Gunmetal Gary anywhere in this. Yeah, it does. Does it? Yeah. Maybe I read over it because you already told me what his name was. It's entirely possible. I, I'm pretty sure it says. His name in here somewhere. Control F. Yeah, yeah okay, it does. Okay, <laughs> I just totally read over it because yeah, you already told me. Yeah. Uh, so um, let's just let's just dive into the rundown here. So as oh, also yeah, as 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 has been kind of our trend lately with SCPs. Uh, this one is by Cadaver Commander. Uh, it was in the Joey Fucknuts story. Um, Joey Fucknuts makes a new friend. Uh, and yeah, here's the rundown. Um, what do you get when you cross the Night Hauler, uh, the black metal boneheads of Vulture Gulch, and the song Praise the Lord and Pass the Ammunition? You get this SCP. <laughs> uh, you're not wrong. It's, it's a big old black military cargo truck that can manifest at will, moving and move supernaturally fast when it needs to. Uh, and it goes into population centers like parking lots or flea markets or like farmers market sort of areas uh, where there's a lot of people like perusing goods uh, and, and what have you. Um, and its driver will then get out of the of the truck. Uh, and, and the driver, of course, is Gunmetal Gary uh, from, uh, you know, that that lovable little zombie. Um, from Joey can, Fucknuts fame. Yeah, of the, of the Joey Fucknuts saga and fame, mm-hmm. yes. Um, and, and yeah, he's a zombie in loose military fatigues, uh, and he begins attempting to distribute military hardware and weapons to civilians for, for reasons. <laughs> um, if an authority figure of any kind tries to obstruct or apprehend Gary, the truck explodes violently and Gary vanishes. <laughs> um, he, he and his truck then appear somewhere in the American Southwest. Um, and his guns and weapons have have an advert like that come along with them, like a little flyer that come, that is duct taped to them. Um, that has a a score and and prize system attached. <laughs> um, that is supernaturally tied to Gary. Um, he seems to just want to arm people to fight the mother. Yep, that one, the one that we've been talking about for the last couple of SCPs. Um. <clears throat> And her and her spawn. Uh, thus far, he has been unsuccessful, thanks in part to people not accepting his gifts, but also SCP, the, the, the Foundation's Roadhog Division, 
you know, that squad that was that's been uh, also dealing with the creepy cannibal diner. SCP. I was gonna say that is the same one, right? Yeah, it's the, it's the same division essentially. I think there's probably like different teams of Roadhogs, like out in the the American roads. Yeah, it might have been a different They're, number. Like these guys are sixty six, and the other guys are something else or whatever. Yeah, exactly. But like, there are still Roadhogs. Yeah, like the ones that do. Yeah, because like they seem to be in charge basically of of American road infrastructure, like monitoring the situations that happen on the roads and hmm. and, and whatnot. Yeah, regardless, so, they are large Australian guys that wear a gas mask and have like a, a junk uh, shrapnel gun, and they have a hook with a chain that they can like pull entities towards themselves. Is that a fucking Overwatch? Yeah, Overwatch. it's Roadhog from Overwatch. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> See, I was just gonna go. It's like, oh, they're clear. Like, I just envision like they're just a bunch of um, of like middle-aged like or elderly uh, dudes uh, with uh, that are bikers. <laughs> It's the movie, um, I think it's called Roadhogs, yeah, where it's with, like with, with, the four like dads that form like a crappy biker gang. Yeah, with John Travolta and uh, yeah. I, I can't remember any other actor's others. name in that movie. <laughs> yeah, of the, and others. Uh, I think, is Tim Allen in that one as well, I think? Yes, yes, he is. No, I gotta, I gotta look this up, fuck. You're making me look right this now. up, damn it. Damn it, Roadhog from Overwatch is showing up. <laughs> yeah, same. God damn it. Roadhog. Oh, no, Wild Hogs. That's what they're called. That's oh, what there you go. Called. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's John Travolta, William H. Macy, Tim Allen, and Reliota. There you go. Wow. Uh, oh, wait, no, hang on. Wait, there's another actor in here. Not, it's not, no, Reliota was. I see Martin Lawrence. Yeah, Martin Lawrence is the, is the fourth one. Yeah, Reliota, I think, is the villain. Sorry, that, that's what, that, that's what came up in the, uh, in the cast. Like apparently, oh, okay. top billing was was John Travolta, William H Macy, Tim Allen, and Ray Liotta. Not not mm. the other. Wow, not the token black guy from. Of course. In the movie. Wow. Anyway, um, that aside, uh, yeah. So that that's about the gist of this one. It's basically a guy who um just gives shotguns and and weapons away with a flyer with a point and score system like a fucking video game. <laughs> in in reality. Pretty much. So, uh, I suppose we move on to everyone tolerates the Grand Inquisitions at this point. Um, I thought I had one, and then I checked it, and it wasn't. So, do you guys have anything? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I like I thought. So... <laughs> okay. Like <laughs> I thought I had one when I was looking, like when I was reading through one of the um, uh, some of the, like the list of weapons and stuff like that that he he drops off, and it's like anti-materiel weapon like rifle, and I was like. Aha! I found one! And then I, I googled it, and anti-materiel is actually apparently the way you say it, with an E, not an A. Whoops. Yeah, so I was like, ah, oh, alright, well, that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, Mikey, you had uh, an it story? An it sentence. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> okay. And now, an it shown the ability to attain speeds of over 270 kilometers per hour. And exhibits effects characteristic of a class two reality distortion field, including spatiotemporal translocation and the spontaneous manifestation of matter described in further detail below. That is a in- fucking run on sentence. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, yeah, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's an it story. It's an it story in a single sentence. 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> nice. But what was it? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like, it... Because uh, it, it doesn't manifest matter. It's SCP-38401 that does that. Like, the, like the, the driver does that, not the vehicle, which it was talking about as the the thing that can move really fast know? and teleport. I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the, I mean, it could, he could be, pull it could them be from that. the vehicle. Well, it it doesn't sound like he does. <laughs> like, well, he's based on the. He story just that says he, read. he can make them for reasons. Yeah, he makes them for reasons. I don't know why. <laughs> I do it. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't even say how. I know. Yeah, it just. Well, and then in the well in the story of Joey Fucknuts, he does just like randomly like. Pop out a, a shotgun out of his ass. Oh, that's true. Like, remember, it's just like he like puts it behind his back and it's gone. Yeah, like a fucking cartoon character. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um. But so that's your that's your it sentence, Mikey. Yep. <laughs> that is that all you got for grammar position? Yep. Okay. Uh, gamer, do you have anything? You guys are really dropping the balls on this grammar inquisition stuff, man. I know. Like, I guess I'm gonna have to pick up. I don't have any. <laughs> I, was, I was really hoping that was gonna be the. Uh, like, I thought I was like, I think is that is, is he doing a joke? Yeah. <laughs> is he doing one of the jokesies? <laughs> um, I did it. Nice. But yeah. Um. As, as you as, as is as is somewhat common with SCPs, they're generally not that badly like edited. <laughs> so. Uh, but I suppose we should move on to the actual thought. Actually, you know what? Before we get I on, mean, I could say hang a on, thing. Hang on. Before we go into actual you thoughts, could I, say do a have, thing. I do have a gripe with the story grammatically. Well, maybe go. not grammatically, but like formatting wise. So, so like, again, SCP-3884 is beautifully done, like formatted. Like it's got the nice like iconography and stuff that we've come to expect from the, some of these, like some of the, the, the SCPs that are around this numbering that Cadaver Commander has done. Um, and, and I don't fault it for that. The thing I fault it for is the fact that there's a story that is linked in this entry that none of us read until this, uh, or knew, were really aware of until like a few hours ago. <laughs> because um, the links are so freaking hard to see. Yeah. So this, it just, it, it's, uh, hang on, which, where, where's that fuck? I can't even find it. It's, it's, it's just black now. Like the link is either. Yeah, like, really I know. Dark that's the problem. When. When I first read the story, I saw it because it's red. But as soon as you click on it, it goes to okay. such a dark red you can't see it anymore. Yeah, like I'm slightly colorblind in dark colors, and to me, I'm staring at it. It's black. Like it's it's as black yeah. as the rest of the of the font. So here here here's the font. Uh, here's the um the quote. Uh, SCP three eight eight four zero one will loudly advertise its products and attempt to give give them to any passerbys within arm's reach. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Loudly advertise its products is the hyperlink to a to a story, um, uh, that's part of a canon of of stories. Like it's a collection of stories that are part of the Dread and Circus canon of the SCP world. Um, and the story is titled "Undead, Insane, and Fully Loaded." Now, none of us have read it, and from the sounds of it, it's 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 uh based on the the hub canon that it's a part of. It is interlude. Two, a of of a, of a collection of stories that, uh, and there's like 15 stories before it. So, at some point in the future, I think that's, uh, we might sit down and like commit a like 24 episodes of our show to just covering this canon. Um, if it's half decent, it, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, well, that I mean, that's never stopped us before. 
This is true. Uh, I say that out of love for the for for Do the you? stories I read, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the good and the bad. Because I mean, let's be honest, some of these stories ha- are bad. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think at some point we're going to have to to read these stories because it it does have Gunmetal Gary, and if, if I mean Gunmetal Gary, I mean, personally, I really like this character. So, <laughs> I mean, he's uh, mentioned in this story, and I don't know if he's going to have a big role. Yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah. But anyway, that that's my big gripe. Like before we go into actual thoughts, is that guys, SCP folks out there, can you can you please distinguish your your hyperlinks in your in your documents a little bit better? Like at least underline them. Like underline, underline them or bold. Even, or even if yeah, if they're kept bold, like that way, like oh, why is this why is this lettering in your in my in this do, in this document bolded, whereas everything else around it is not? Click. Oh, it's a hyperlink. Yeah. Like, or do the even, thing where it's like an annotation saying like like the little number after it and when you click on that it takes you to the bottom of the page which has a very clear URL there. Yeah, that would be also really good. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like we've already we've we've praised before the the um the annotations. Um yes. like those are those are fantastic for this. Um but yeah, that that's really the big my big uh, one. Of, I think one of our biggest gripes about uh, in terms of the grammar and stuff of that and the formatting of this this entry is it, it's it's falling into that issue that we have where there, some of the hyperlinks are literally hidden in in the in the entry. Yeah, and, and I don't even know if that's this story's problem in general or if that's just SCP in general. Yeah, because there's it, been it is, multiple that this has been a problem in. Granted, yeah, I, I think they've all been stories written by the same person. Well, I don't think they're all. I, like, I, maybe they. Some maybe this is something that just needs like perhaps Cadaver Commander could work on, <laughs> uh, like some room mm-hmm. for improvement here. <laughs> um, or this well, is might we're be the also only people that, that care about this. <laughs> yes, maybe. Um, but it is something also like that. SCP writers maybe want to put like keep in mind when they're when they're writing these stories and adding hyperlinks to other entries and some of that is like maybe try and make that clearer in your document so that somebody doesn't skip over it and miss it. That's yeah, because like all the colors, it's not like um the SCP website is locked to certain colors because we've read stories where there's been random orange letters and green letters and stuff when it's talking about other things. So yeah, exactly. you have a choice. Yeah. But uh, I yeah. think that's a good enough digression. <laughs> um, we we shall move on to the actual thoughts uh, of this entry that we are just covering. The entry we're not covering the story that was linked to it, um, or the the story that is linked in it. So yeah, we're doing uh, this story, not the story within the story, which is a story within other stories. Yep. Yeah. Just gonna. I, I'd, I'd add the Inception <laughs> music, but I think that's copyrighted. <laughs> yeah, you can hum it. Oh. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, all right. Anyway, actual thoughts. Getting to the to the meat of the um, potatoes of this of this entry. So, if SCP three eight eight four is stationed in a heavily populated area, Foundation assets will establish an observation cordon around SCP three eight eight four and immediately confiscate any items distributed to the populace by SCP three eight eight four zero one, while deflecting local law enforcement involvement. MTF row 66 will then track SCP-3884 until it has cleared the population center, then engage. Resultant explosion will be publicly designated as a vehicular accident. So 
I really like this idea of a supernaturally active bomb disposal operation. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, that's basically what it is, like, what they're dealing with. It's, like, this, like, super, like, obtuse, <laughs> like, bomb dis- dispersal, like, disposal, like, unit. Because, like, they know, like, the, it, it, it's it's an eccentric or it's an esoteric, uh, like, sort of, like, disposal. Because it's a supernaturally active creature that will explode if dealt with any kind of obstruction from justice. <laughs> <clears throat> its own justice uh, of giving guns. Exactly. Um, so, and, and, and to me personally, like this idea, like, actually, I kind of like want to use that for like a, a game scenario or even like maybe a, a st- it could even be used as a standalone story of just like a really weird, like occult bomb, disp- uh, bomb disposal unit that just has to deal with like things like this, like spontaneous human explosions or like they, where they had to like get somebody out of a crowd and like move them to a safe location and then trigger the supernatural effect that they give off. Yeah, it's always like anomalous explosion related tasks that they have to go on. Exactly. Just it's it's like the Hurt Locker, but with like Hellboy. Yeah, uh, sure. The Hurt Locker was a movie was, I think it was a war drama about like bomb disposal units in uh, in the Middle East, I think. Oh, I see. I've never actually watched it. I just kind of had a passing note uh, note of it. You got the gist. Yeah. I knew it was. I knew that the guy like gets into a bomb vest and some of that, and and disposes of bombs or like deactivates or disarms or uh, prematurely sets off bombs or like mines and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, that was that was my big thing from that one part of the story. I was like, I I kind of like the idea of of a supernatural bomb disposal unit. <laughs> it's like, oh, we gotta we gotta watch, make sure this thing doesn't. Uh, like get it, get it out of, into safe, get it away from safe uh, from from uh, from casualties, and then when once it's in a safe distance, then you set it off. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I just it's like a task them... force for supernatural things. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. It would definitely fall under the supernatural task force. <laughs> it's like, yeah. all right, it's it's on the uh, all right, uh, all right. Three eight four is on the road. All right. Um, uh, d- uh, disposal unit, come in, and suddenly, like, uh, just like they they just have a SWAT car, and they just, like, as soon as they set up the sirens and start getting closer to the bomb, or to the uh, the car, or the truck, that's when it just blows up. <laughs> yeah. Like, they use it as, like, the trigger mechanism. Um, And then, I was gonna start, like, picking away at the advert that is transcribed in this entry, but, I, but then I put in my notes, you know what, just read the fucking advert. So I'm gonna read the advert that accompanies, that is affixed crudely to the weapon's with duct tape, because uh, the text is as follows. <clears throat> it's time to lock and load, citizens. Do you want to be safe? Do you want to show those bastards how tough you are? Are you as fucking terrified as I am? Now you can defend yourself and your loved ones with these excellent shooters and blow ups I made them myself, and they're real good. <laughs> this is not a drill. Civilization is under attack right now by some nasty characters. They're definitely not from around here. I can make these things out of thin air like some kind of goddamn shotgun wizard for reasons that are beyond my understanding, and I'm passing the savings on to you! Collect enough civil defense points and earn some super special prizes to fight that evil even harder. What are civil defense points, you ask? Here's a handy list to get you started. (laughs) Ha ha ha! Literally, it says, ha, 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 exclamation point at, at, at each one. <laughs> um, yes. Grab a weapon from your pal, Gunmetal Gary. One point each. 
To be f- forearmed is to have at least four kinds of arms. <laughs> Stop a crime. Five points. <laughs> Take that, bad guys. Not in our backyard. Evildoers don't deserve kneecaps. Muster a militia. 20 points. Lead your squad to victory against evil. If you're going to get eaten, you might as well go down together. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) That's a good response for that. Yeah. Uh, Neutralize an adversary. 30 points. Yeah, fuck that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Um... The fuck is cap is is uh, is bolded, <laughs> Ooh. um, and then slay a beast of uh, slay a beast of the mother. Fifty points. She's not welcome here. The only way to defend your children is by killing hers. <laughs> so when I read that, I just want a quick aside. When I read that, I was like, the only way to defend your children is to, is by killing them. <laughs> I thought I was going to say that, but it's like by hers. Oh, oh, okay. That's that's a little better, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. It's like Gary, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, and then we get this: <clears throat> redeem your points for amazing prizes and take the fight to Evil's doorstep. Don't worry, for some reason, I already know where you are, and your prize is already on the way. Five points, limited edition Gunmetal Gary body armor. Make your hide as tough as steel. Heck yeah! Keep your guts where the big boss put them. 50 points, one of Gunmetal Gary's patented cremator, flamethrowers. Three barrels of white-hot justice, fuel canisters included. Our enemy doesn't fear fire, but it sure makes me feel better anyway. Light those things up like a goddamn Christmas tree. Feel the heat. Woo, baby! 200 points, 12-pack of Gunmetal Gary's signature perdition signal grenades. Just pull the pin and throw. And your airstrike is inbound, soldier. Never fear. Gary's got your back. (laughs) Let them look upon the sky with terror. They've got the oceans, but they sure as fuck can't fly. Yet. Jeepers wow. Jeepers wow. (laughs) 500 points. One Iron Devastator. Assault vehicle. Designed by yours truly. With hardware like this, evil doesn't stand a chance. Holy crap, look at this hot mama! You are humanity's steel-clad salvation. You are heavy metal thunder. They said a tank the size of a house was too much. I said, go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have 100,000 points. You are beyond war. Your time has come. And that's it! (laughs) So, yeah, I, I really needed to read that out, because... Goddamn, is that gloriously, like, awesome, but also borderline creepy. <laughs> a little bit. A little um, bit. So, so here, here, here's my, here are my notes that I took from the advert. Um, how, so, so how he made the guns, first off. Like, I was like, wait, am I, the S- am I SCP-38401? Yes, you are. Because of, you know, <laughs> the, the whole fabricated shotgun syndrome. <laughs> yes, or at least you knew about him. Yes. Before you knew about him. Wait, am I 388401A? <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Do, do I have to draw myself as Gunmetal Gary in the cultist outfit with a shotgun? <laughs> with, like, the German helmet that he has? Yeah. Totally. Interestingly enough, the 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 fan art I have seen online because there's a, a bit of fan art for Gunmetal Gary and and the and and the uh, and the boneheads of Vulture Gulch. Yeah, um, he's just, he's not decked out in German fatigues. He 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 looks like a like a U.S. soldier. 
<laughs> oh, he is. He just has a German helmet. Yeah, but in in the uh, in the fan art, it's the the it is not a German helmet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it says it clearly. <laughs> it says it clearly, but yeah, like again, some people don't read fine details or like kind of get lost in like one image of of something after they see like a couple of words. Fair enough. Plus, I, I, like, I'm guilty of that. I could wear that. a baseball cap today and like a bandana tomorrow and a cowboy hat after that. I have that option. He does too. He's not a video game character. I mean, you say that. I do. Um, also, now I know what I'm drawing, how I'm drawing the gamer in yellow. It's <laughs> just juggling oh. a ball cap, a bandana, <laughs> and a cowboy hat. Yeah. All right, so moving on from from that silliness, um, the redeeming system itself. Uh, I love the part where he already knows where you are and is delivering your prize right now. Like Gary's like that weird gun fondling corpse Santa. I'm sorry. Um, like, like he he has he he's very similar to Santa in that he borders that same creepy, not creepy implication of like he already knows your location and he wants to give you a gift. Like yeah. it's kind of creepy if you think about that. If you think about Santa that way, it's like he knows when you're sleeping, he knows when you're awake, he knows if you've been bad or good. So be good for no- goodness' sake. Like for that's, fuck's sake, actually. Yeah, that's that's kind <laughs> of yeah, yeah. That's kind of borderline like innocent, but also creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same kind of thing goes with with Gunmetal Gary. Um, and it's just kind of slightly more on the creepy side because he's a, a gun fondling corpse. <laughs> yeah, slightly um, creepier than a jolly old Saint Nick. Although a jolly old, like old fat man, uh, who who sneaks into your house at night on uh, in the winter solstice and and leaves presents and and eats and drinks your uh, your food and, and milk, he's welcomed. It's fine. <laughs> it's about as creepy as mummers. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, which at some point with him doing do it. it, it's, it's yeah. fine. The cops are fine with him breaking in. Yeah. Oh, that's just Santa. Gifts. Yeah. I mean, we've already talked about like the bourbon Santa. That that guy's not okay. Or sorry, not bourbon no. Santa. The um, Bailey's Santa. There you go. SCP. Yeah. That's that's not okay. But like normal Santa, that's totally kosher. Yeah. <laughs> but moving right along. Uh, the five point redemption, uh, which is uh, as I said earlier, um, it's uh, a limited edition gunmetal Gary body armor, and it says this. Make your hide as tough as steel. Heck yeah. Keep your guts where the big boss put them. So that could be interpreted two ways for me. That's either just like an analogy to like, you know, like it's like good old, good old God up, up in heaven kind of thing. Like put, uh, yeah. like where the Lord, uh, like, like put you down where the Lord, uh, or like something like that. Um, what's that? What's that? Um, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you sort of thing. Like that kind of euphemism. Or that kind of <laughs> that kind of analogy. Never heard that one. Really? I'm assuming that split is referring to your ass, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like okay. don't let the door. Yeah, don't, it's when you're telling telling somebody off to like to like, get the fuck out of here. It's like don't let the door hit you where the good lord split you. Um, but yeah, it's I, I felt it was either it could be that like because this character does have that kind of Americana euphemisms and like terminology and slang to his vo- to his to his character. Um, or. Is it the boss who created the Vulture Gulch folks? Who we still don't know the identity of. (laughs) But this comment has me curious and speculating. It's like, is the big boss... Now, is the big boss 
and or the boss from Vulture Gulch, is he just God? Or is he some other entity that is a creator of, of sorts? It had me like speculating for like a brief moment. It's like, wait, what if there's something deeper in here? And I could just be completely bullshitting right now and have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. It's very possible. In fact, I mean, that's we never know of my... really what we're talking about. Yeah, but, I, I was going to I mean, say it, it, yeah. There's no info there that tells us one way or another, so we're left to assumptions anyways. Yeah. I mean, 90% of the time, I am bullshitting. <laughs> All the time. Because <laughs> I have no clue what the fuck I'm saying half the time. So. Right. 90% of the time. I think your ratio is higher than that. You're not that dumb. That's more my ratio. I mean, I, mean, I think you're you're also like uh, putting yourself down a little too much. <laughs> Maybe. Well, that's because I'm but... dumb. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Moving on. Okay. Um, and then yeah, the the whole the whole advert. My my other comment about like the whole advert as a whole. Um. So, like, Gunmetal's Gary's existence sort of gives me this idea, like, that comes to mind from the, the theory of, like, the universe is a simulation, or, like, kind of like that Matrix thing, where, like, we're all in a video game, or, like, reality has it, reality is codable, or, like, you can break reality like a fucking video game. Um, it would be really interesting to explore this kind of character, like, who can just, like, spontaneously generate weapons and items and stuff like that, has, like sort of breaks reality in a in a GTA, like, in a Grand Theft Auto video game sort of way, by, like, popping on his phone and just, like, suddenly summoning a car, or something yeah. like that. Like, inserting video game logic into reality, the way Gar- Gunmetal Gary does, kind of with his weapons and guns and stuff like that. Um, and the point and score system is very much, like, sort of a... It, it almost feel, feels like uh, like the sort of tasks that you get in like Killing Floor, or like one of those like co-op multiplayer shoot 'em up games. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's in reality, and I think that would be really interesting to explore as a story or even a game idea. Um, and it also is apparently kind of in the zeitgeist right now in like pop culture because like we're getting a movie recent, like early recently um, called Free Guy, which is kind of like this, where an NPC of a video game realizes he's in a video game. <laughs> And the world around him is nuts, and it's like, what if you made a Cthulhu game, like, a, or a, or a horror game scenario or a story where a person suddenly realizes that reality is not it, it, reality is is this weird competitive like horrible zany world, but he realized it or they never realized it, um, mm. and that's when the sand checks start flowing because you they've been so used to living their existence as a as a person in this world and then suddenly this whole like suddenly they, they have their eyes opened up or maybe you you play it off of as like are they just have they just snapped or are they hallucinating all this weird shit that's going on? Like these, these they're seeing like scores all over the place and that's kind of terror like the, the the going down that path is sort of down going down the path of like a serial killer or like a deranged psychopath because they're suddenly He's seeing on things. He's working Exactly. So in a UAV, like in e- Call of Duty. Exactly. Like, uh, and imagine like being like the investigators in a in a game scenario where you're you're wandering into uh, like you're wandering into a crime scene where like this guy like mur- like massacred this like group of people, and then but like then you're like you're when you're, when they're investigating the murder scene and some of that there's like tread there's like suddenly like uh like vehicle treads. 
where there shouldn't be. Like they just like appear. Like there's no, there's no, there's no like uh, there, there's clear. There shouldn't have been a like it should have like rode in here. But there's it like it starts at yeah, one there's location. No, there's no tracks yeah. from the road. The tra- tracks just appear. Yeah. Yeah. Or exactly. So it's like he's using like basically like blood magic, like and to 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 change like to reality code and like to basically get what he wants, sort of thing. Mm. It would actually kind of be like a mix of like sort of sort of taking the idea of like ritual pastas, but like making it more fictional and more like more of a story based thing where it's like, okay, this guy's like a, a deranged psychopath and serial killer, but he's he's doing some really weird fucked up shit because he's actually summoning things into reality as a result of his high score or, uh, of this, the score keeping that he's doing as part of his kill count. Like mm-hmm. that's really fucked up. <laughs> yes. So yeah, that whole idea of like applying video game logic into reality is very good for like, I think fodder for horror for, for some, some story ideas. Uh, and gunmetal Gary kind of exemplifies that a little bit because of how he do. <laughs> Um, and then we have the yeah that last reward tier, the one hundred thousand reward tier. Um, this yeah this uh, and it's similar to like how Gunmetal Gary kind of like borders that like creepy and innocent sort or like that awesome and creepy sort of like line of like the same way he does like Santa and stuff. Um, this this advert like the end of this by the end of this uh the, this reward tier we get like the the one hundred thousand um point rewards is you are beyond war your time has come and it sort of brings to mind that like yeah this entire advert is borders that line of awesome and badass but also really creepy and foreboding like we don't get an answer like a clear answer as to what you actually receive from 100,000 you just we're just given this this these two word these two sentences you are beyond war your time has come so do you get god mode <laughs> Like to add yeah. on to like video game mode, like do you suddenly become like do you suddenly get like um like that power up from Doom Eternal or Doom, where like you you're suddenly untouchable, you're invincible, and you can just like rip and tear until it is done. Oh, berserk or whatever yeah, it was. You, you just, yeah, you just suddenly go berserk, and you're like, or you, you get like the uh, it's like getting the star from Super Mario Brothers in reality. Yeah. It's like and you suddenly just like the super fast, like uncannily fast killing machine. Just explode anything that you touch. Exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I love if you, how... If you blow up ten people with your star active, then you get a free respawn. You get a one-up. Exactly. So, yeah, and then when you get... Oh God, this, this has the potential to get really dark, like, real world really dark, because, like, the person, like... From the the characters... Like, from that, from that character's point of view, like, this is all happening, but then they, like, they get gunned down by police, and then... They like like actually that could be the horror scenario is like this character this person who was clearly gun this mass murderer who was clearly gunned down by police authorities, um like a couple of weeks ago, has been seen again like he's moving around and doing the same fucking bullshit like they can't kill him because he's in the, uh, he's basically uh he he knows how to ignite certain benefits of reality by doing blood rituals a la a kill streak. Yeah, it, it has the potential to get really dark really fast. Um. But also, like, I think it would be an interesting thing to tackle, especially adding in this, like, sort of fantastical element to sort of, like, sh- uh, not sugarcoat, but, like, essentially, like, make that, like, like kind of address that, that 
terrible, creepy, like real world stuff in a more digestible format. Mm. So, but yeah, no, again, I like the idea of like, yeah, they, it, it again, it just brings to mind more of the, the video game logic in reality. That is terrifying. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Uh, but that's my, that's my actual thoughts, honestly. Um, so, Mikey, these stands for evil. So, back to the advertisement. Yeah. So, the, there's a, a quote here. Uh, Let them look upon the sky with terror. They've got the oceans, but they sure as fuck can't fly. Yet. Jeepers, wow. Um, the, my thought process is questioning is like, how does he know that they have the oceans? And then my thought process went to Holland Hank. Mm-hmm. And Holland Hank also disappears when the SCP tried to capture them. So basically, Gunmetal Gary and Holland Hank maybe share a lunchroom in another dimension. They're brother. Well, okay. Oh, yeah, so, probably. Yeah. They're brothers. <laughs> there you um, go. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like Gunmetal Gary might fall into the same kind of like Americana mythos that we've kind of kind of headcanoned for like Holland Hank, the Night Hauler, and, and what have you. I mean, you did. I, I never I, I never heard them having a good old boy accent like you do, but you're welcome to your interpretation, of course. Yeah, of course. Um And yeah, like it, it does feel like again, like this is a cadaver commander story, so it, it it feels to me that like this is tying uh, this somewhat ties into the um uh the the horrible mother bio biomass that has form that has now taken over Guam. <laughs> um so like the, like basically he's trying like it seems like here like Gunmetal Gary is trying to much like how Hank is hauling up the smaller things so that the they're they're more digestible for the uh the the foundation's military assets to deal with. Gunmetal Gary is trying to do something similar, and he's trying to help humanity by by handing the ammunition out, by ha- handing yep. these weapons out, and like incentivizing um, uh, people to fi- uh, fight off these monsters. Um, and, and and again, the foundation is just kind of getting in the way. <laughs> I'm surprised that the foundation hasn't taken any of his guns to um, do science on them. Ha- they have they have confiscated. It does say that they do confiscate them, but I'm surprised. Oh, okay. Because because yeah. I remember reading something as well where he said, um, where it said uh, Foundation personnel are encouraged to not get any points. Yeah, no, which yeah, would that, that's be the, that, getting yeah. a gun. When oh shit, you're right. Okay, get so, one yeah, point for yeah, getting a says, gun. Under no circumstances are Foundation personnel to attempt to acquire or redeem civil defense points, but. Yeah, you you get a civil defense point by simply picking up one of his guns. However, the foundation it, it then says like in um, give me a second here while I pull it up. Um, oh, I thought it said I thought it said somewhere where like he they they have uh, apprehend they have um, confiscated all his stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. No, not been willingly accepted. No, that's the that's people. No people have willingly accepted. The items given by SCP-388-401. Did you fabricate this? I might have. Did I fucking seriously fabricate another shot? Some <laughs> <laughs> um, <I'm> a bitch. <laughs> Hang on. 
Well, they've been given, but not. Oh, here, here we go. Here, I found it. I found it. I think I found it. If SCP-384 is stationed in a heavily populated area, Foundation assets will establish an observation cordon around SCP-384 and immediately confiscate any items distributed to the populace by SCP-38801 while deflecting local law enforcement involvement. I thought I had read that earlier. So they do which confiscate that, the items. Which means that the Foundation has points, probably a lot of points. The Foundation as a whole probably does, but like that, I think, I think that, that uh, under no circumstances the Foundation personnel to attempt. Like, the, you, like you are not to attempt, you are not to, like... You are not to uh, redeem any of your civil defense points. Like we know, one of us as needs much to as you pick want up that tank. You can't get it. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Somebody's got to pick up all this but... fucking like weaponry <laughs> and put it into storage. That's going to give you some points because this fucker, the, this fucking crazy ass ghoul, has a weird video game breaking reality or reality breaking point system. But no one redeem those points. Okay. Okay, Fred. <laughs> Talking to you, but Fred. Fred. <laughs> okay. The, the only problem is that the points are auto redeemed. I know. <laughs> yeah, I think it might be a little bit of a plot hole. It's like, Fuck. like it's or like, hang on, because then, or you know what they do? They get a fucking D class to just <laughs> do this, and then that 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 also should be an extra like bit of this because like. There should actually be another like like an like an addendum or something because dealing with the person who has to pick up all the guns and put them into foundation storage because that guy is racking up all the points because he's basically every time he picks up a, a gun from from the pile the weapon like he gets a point right yep so if there's like hundreds as if they keep using the same guy. Um, also, when he racks up the points, like, do they accumulate? Like, like after, like, so, like, does do you get suddenly? Is this guy like by five by five guns that he's picked up? He suddenly just gets like Gunmetal Gary just comes by and gives him body armor. So suddenly he has body armor on. On his fifty, when he picks up fifty, uh, when he picks up uh, forty five more guns, does he suddenly get a, a flamethrower? <laughs> yeah. And then when he gets a hundred, <laughs> uh, when he gets when he picks up one hundred and fifty guns uh, after that. Does he suddenly get twelve a twelve pack of Gunmetal Gary's signature perdition signal grenades, and then yep. at and then at three hundred and fifty points, does he not get an Iron Devastator? And then if he's if 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 they keep using the same guy to collect all these points, like maybe maybe they probably use different guys because they don't want anybody to rack up over a hundred thousand points because then. Who knows what kind of monster they they will unleash by summoning that? But they may, all, yeah. But they, you know, do they want to do science on it though? You know, well, I know okay, that's so the only way you would figure out what the hell it means. No, no, because it's um, you only you only get the you only get the point for grabbing a weapon from your pal Gunmetal Gary. So maybe here, here's here might be a, like a uh, a def- in defense of this scenario in defense of the rule here. Because Gunmetal Gary, if nobody accepts him, he just starts throwing them into a pile um, and then leaves. So maybe that doesn't count. You need to actually accept it from Gunmetal Gary himself. That's where you, when you get the point. I guess. And so there go any signed. Maybe they are doing research on. Although it should be, I don't know. Maybe like even like a quick addendum or something should be popped in, uh, like to to um, uh, 
just show like the scientists have done some like some chemical analysis and like whatnot of these weapons. And as far as they can tell, they are completely regular weapons, including the the Nerf brand toy rifle that was spray painted black for, and given to a small child. <laughs> well, that's the thing, too, that even if no other people have actually taken guns, that kid has one point. Which means he has a oh yeah he has one point which means um he is three four away from getting body armor. Yes, and he's also like the only one that Gunmetal Gary's tracking, so he should yeah. probably be in containment. Honestly. Oh yeah, yeah he's yeah that kid is definitely an SCP or definitely a, uh, a, a SCP three eight eight four zero one dash B like or yeah. dash A like that's 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 zero one A is uh. Mm. Yeah, because he is now an infected vector, um, and it does say um, actually right above the the rule of no under no circumstances Foundation personnel attempt to acquire or to redeem civil points or civil defense points. It does say all civilians and local law enforcement personnel exposed to SCP three eight eight four will be amnesticized. So they are basically told to forget and stuff like that, or like basically given the neuralizer juice. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure a bunch of them that are exposed, like as like that kid who got the Nerf gun, I'm sure he's under he's being monitored uh, at mm. the very least, like being being watched to make sure like he doesn't rack up any other points. Because like, what if he becomes like, what if that kid like later on becomes like or like stops a crime or stops a crime, becomes a vigilante as a result of like being like talking to Gunmetal Gary and getting that Nerf gun? Um, yeah. And then like, what if he starts up a militia? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah that could be done so simply as like his friend might be like i'm gonna go steal a freaking candy bar and the kid's just like no you shouldn't because that's bad that yeah. stops a crime so that he would, would get stop points a crime, for that yeah. right we're like stopping his friend from like jaywalking it's like no <laughs> <laughs> he's like leaps on his friend he's a kid he doesn't really know he's like no your name isn't jay you can't do that <laughs> god damn it <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't but know yeah. any better yeah. he's just a little boy <laughs> that gives him five points. Suddenly he's that. That's suddenly like he's suddenly the kid gets body armor. It just teleports onto him. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Like it doesn't like it does say that like his, the prize is on the way. So like, is, does he drive over to the person's house? Like, oh maybe. And, and, and hands the like knocks on the door and it's like, hey, are you this person? Like, like oh no no, he'd already know. It's like, hi, here's your here's your free uh, body or uh, gunmetal Gary body armor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just like wa- and then just walks away. I just imagine him humming. I just imagine him humming, like as he walks away, humming uh, "Praise the Lord" and pass the ammunition. <laughs> yeah, it does seem like it's his theme song. Yeah, it, yeah, like one hundred percent, like that. And again, <laughs> talking about uh, talking about something that borders from like interesting. Or, no, I, 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 no, no, it's just fucking creepy. Like <laughs> it, it's it's just a creepy song. I'm sure it was innocent when it was written, maybe, but it's fucking creepy now. <laughs> I haven't heard it in a while. I basically know it though. Yeah. Yeah. I I still think my creepiest like the creepiest thing I because I I heard that in in Fallout seventy six and it was fitting because it was like an old timey like conservative sort of like song uh, and it was very Americana and then mm-hmm. I was like oh that song doesn't exist like that, that that song wouldn't be played nowadays and then like a couple of weeks later I was in my car driving like down a road and like listening to like the regular radio station. And it came on, I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I, I digress. You do. Um, 
yeah, no, the it, yeah, so it's it seems like I think um to kind of figure out what we were talking about last. Uh, <laughs> uh I, I think that they I think that there there the there isn't actually a loophole here because the foundation just picks up the pile of of guns that Gunmetal Gary just dumps when no one accepts his weapons. So I think they can get away from the point system that way. Um but that one kid is definitely under surveillance because who knows if he'll rack up some points just for existing and interacting with Gunmetal Gary. Yeah, like once you get that first point from getting a gun, then, then you're, you're on his watch list for getting yeah. additional points, even if you're not trying to. Exactly. Yeah, it's like you you've you've pressed start, you've pressed play. You're in the game now, yeah. whether you like it or not. Yeah, and what if that? kid uh took on a bully at school would that be considered neutralizing an adversary fuck yeah because it doesn't neutralizing is killing no no hang on hang on hang on uh it just says neutralize an adversary now that can mean like taking down a a uh i i would think like i thought it might have been like an adversary isn't like one of the spawn of the mother. However, it it doesn't specifically say that, so it could mean any kind of adversary. So, well, there's a later on one that says um, specifically a mother one. Yeah, slay a beast of the mother. Yeah, so yeah, no, neutralize an adversary. Yeah, no, it's straight up just like defeating an enemy, like defeating a um, uh, like a bully. Would that count as neutralizing an adversary? Like, or does does it need to be? Do they need to be def- like killed? Um, it doesn't. It specifically says neutralize, which can is that the kneecap one? No, no, the kneecap one is uh, actually stop a crime. Oh, okay. Which is it's just an that's just an example. Like that's the thing. Like these quotes underneath these uh, these uh, point uh, things <laughs> nailed it. Um, like the way you acquire these civil defense points, like the, the those little like blurbs underneath the um, like how you get them. They're just quotes. So they might just be like uh, an example that he gave. Yeah. So. So. Also, God. like taking the neutralized adversary a bit further. Uh, what if you're playing an online game and there's a guy that's got a kill streak? Yeah. And then no, you take him it, down. It, it, <laughs> it all starts with that one point that you get from accepting a, a weapon from Gunmetal Gary, and then you're in the game. So, like, it, no matter what you do, he's able to inter uh, his his weird like un like the ma- the the magic or the weird stuff that he doesn't even understand just starts working. Yeah, the coding is in place. <laughs> so yeah, no, like he'll be playing some like video games or yeah, maybe he's playing some video games on like um online and like defeats. A boss, and then is that racking up a point or <laughs> some points? Hmm. It's like an it, infinite freaking rabbit hole that you just get yourself into. Yep. <laughs> My God, no, no wonder the SC, this guy really is actually a major threat. <laughs> if that's if that is the mm-hmm. case, because we're also totally, making wild assumptions here. Yeah, but I mean, this is a very wild character, do. so. Mm-hmm. And yes, it is what we do. We are being very critically silly. We are we are hitting a critical point in silliness right now. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, Mikey, good job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, the uh, next question I have is: uh, Does he change the prize at two hundred points 
when he realizes that they can fly? Oh shit! Well, um, yeah. At what point? Oh, I'm actually now curious, like history-wise, when was this written versus the um, that one? Okay, so this was done. Honestly, they do have flying units already. <laughs> like, the guys, guess what, guys, hang on. Guess what, yeah, no, yeah, no. Like the corpse blimp or the the giant corpse um, uh, thing. Flesh blimp. Yeah, the flesh blimp. Mm-hmm. I so guess when this guess guess what date this uh, this was uh, posted? This was first posted. I don't know. When's that? April first, twenty eighteen. Ah, shit. I mean, it's fine. It's still like it. It is kind of a silly, cre- uh, like a silly SCP, but it's also kind of creepy if you think about it. Mm. Um, but it and it's also a canonical like character in several different stories. So, hmm. but yeah, no, I like that. The, yeah, so that was this. This came out in twenty twenty uh, twenty eighteen. When did uh, the flesh blimp come out of? When was that one? I think that one was three eight nine four. It's hard to keep track of the. I did a lot of them. Mm-hmm. No, that's the bearers. Damn it. Um, three eight nine seven. Oh, uh, actually, wow. Um, so this actually, so uh, SCP three eight nine seven or the the giant floating flesh blimp <laughs> or corpse blimp. Um, it came out the February twenty sixth, twenty eighteen. So. Gunmetal Gary apparently just not was not has not been made aware of it yet. <laughs> yeah. As of this, so. Or maybe he just hasn't updated his uh his uh, point system. His flyers yet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we also don't know how old those flyers are when he made them. Like, might be reusing some old flyers that are slightly out of date. Hmm. Uh, I imagine, like, if he was to update them, the uh, the uh, the twelve pack of Gunmetal Gary Perdition signal grenades would just signal uh, an airstrike, but like basically like predator drones, <laughs> like some drones with like with weapons attached to them. <laughs> mm-hmm. That works. Rather than like a, and also like, yeah, it is an airstrike, so it's like a like like air to air to ground missiles. Is what I'm kind of assuming it is, <laughs> like mm-hmm. a bombardment of some kind. But it's probably artillery. Well, yeah, or missiles, you never know. Mm-hmm. And if it is Gary for artillery... Gary can do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, yeah. Gary is literally the code master right now in this. Mm-hmm. Silly and terrifying at the same time. Sillifying. So, yeah. Mikey? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, continuing my one thought, so, just... Thinking that uh, there's a another dimension or whatever where obviously Gunmetal Gary goes, um, Holland Hank and uh, the Nighthaller. The, the Nighthaller, yeah. So basically, they they just sit down for lunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they go to the yeah. diner. No. <laughs> there you go. It's all connected. Yeah. Wow. That means they eat flesh, though, unless they always order the burger. Although that's also flesh. That's also flesh. <laughs> yeah. That's also human flesh. Yes. Um, or, or yeah, or it's or it's maybe some kind of like uh, some ethereal gas stop or like gas station or truck stop <laughs> that they all meet mm-hmm. at in the shadow plane. Yeah. Just yeah. some good old boys. 
And uh, Holland hangs always on Gunmiller Gary's ass. Like, have you distributed the guns yet? Come on. I've been trying. I've been trying. <laughs> Nobody's taken. I thought this was America. I thought they took. The... I thought they'd accept them with open arms, but apparently not. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was America. I'm sorry. <laughs> to do a South Park reference of Randy being drunk and being hauled away by the cops. Oh, okay. With his pants around his ankles every time. Oh, that one. Okay. okay <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was America. <laughs> nice. I did think that was kind of hilarious. That like, like, really, guys? Not one person accepted these weapons? <laughs> it's a zombie handing them out. That's true also, yeah. Oh, well, you know, the one kid, one, one person accepted it. It was a little kid, which makes sense. Because still, like, kids, kids would have, some kids think zombies are cool. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. And they'd be correct, <laughs> but <laughs> other kids are wrong. <laughs> other kids are stupid. No, yeah. <laughs> that's the end of my actual thought. Okay, uh, gamer. Let's see if I have much to talk about here. <clears throat> so, um, I was reading through it, and it, the first time it brought up the civil defense points. Before it even gets to the flyer, it says, under no circumstances are a Foundation personnel to attempt to require redeem civil defense points. The scouts, like, they're earning points towards I know, the no, civil... This is, a, this is a hard concept, Gamer. You're expected to continue reading and get the context of, of what, uh, what was, uh, what was, for, what was it, laid out, like, as a tease. Well, I mean, again, it's, it's foreshadowing. It's, it's, it's stories do that all the time. Yes. <laughs> I did also, that night, watch a movie... Uh, about a bunch of uh, like Boy Scout kids being led into the forest by an escaped con, and they have to like become friends and prove that he's Wait. innocent and save the day. Is that Bush? Did you watch Bushwhacked? I did. <laughs> Bushwhacked with the uh, the one guy that's um, one of the the robbers on, from Home Alone. I I I have also seen this movie Bushwhacked. Yes. Um. Yeah. What's his... I want to say his name is like Lloyd or something. No, Daniel Stern. Uh, there you go. Who was who was uh, Marv from Home Alone? Yes, and also this character, which is the same goddamn character, just oh, yeah. innocent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's that's why it's bushwhacked. Did you watch Bushwhacked? Like, you just knew. You didn't have to look it up or nothing. Yeah, I know. 100%. It's like, as soon as he's like, because I was like, at first I was like, is he referencing an Ernest movie? He's like, no, that's Bushwhacked. I, <laughs> too, nice. have that in my childhood <laughs> viewing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, my next quote is literally just when he brings up he's some kind of goddamn shotgun wizard. And me basically saying, so he's like a manifestation of the old fabricated shotgun joke that we've been running on for years with you, eh? Yes, exactly, and and I caught on to that immediately. Also, I just love that turn, like that. I love that line. It's just like, where is that? It's like, I can make these things out of thin air, like some kind of goddamn shotgun wizard. <laughs> yeah, that's great for reasons. <laughs> I wish re- it just said for reasons. Period. Yeah, instead of <laughs> that are beyond my understanding. Yeah, just for reasons. Period. Move yeah, on. It's, it's just so fucking good. Like it's like. It's not scary. This is like a trauma film sort of like character or like sort of a, like a horror comedy where it's like the or like that that movie that I I still want to see so bad but like Psycho Goreman where it's a bunch of like it's 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 horror but there's also a lot of comedy to it. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's just oh yeah, over the top silly. 
but with like horror themes. Yes. And my, my next quote is about the Iron Devastator and how he says, um, specifically the part where they said, um, they said a tank the size of a house is too much. I said, go fuck yourself. For me, I'm just like, hell yeah, that's the kind of sales pitch I can get behind. Um, yeah. It also reminded me of how I was forced to look something up last week due to uh, playing Agents of Mayhem. Where on one of the loading screens, Hollywood, one of the main characters, says, um, uh, he says, the most adorable animal on the planet is the Japanese Momonga. And if you don't agree with me, go fuck yourself. Agents of Mayhem. Yeah. That's the loading screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to those interested, please look up a Japanese Momonga. It is the cutest little creature on the, the planet Earth. And if you don't agree, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just, it's just such a great, like, it's such a, like a, like a, like, it's just such a very, like, I'm, I'm, I can't even put the words together of like how how how, how like iconic that phrase is like or, or like how how much of an attitude that phrase has. Yeah, like so, I'm right, and if you're wrong, go, go fuck, fuck yourself because I'm yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah, it's just yeah. like it's so much like it just yeah it, it screams American America. Fuck yeah! Wow. Um, and it, like it kind of also like the the like this thing this like. Is Gunmetal Gary a bonehead from Vulture Gulch? Like, is is he an escapee from from there? Like, or was he? Because he he did like in the story of Joe uh, of Joe Baggy of uh, of Joey Fucknuts, he does have a um, he does seem to have a knowledge of of that location. Like, he, he might have he been a proto one or something. Maybe that escaped. Yeah. yeah, and then he was given. Maybe he like. Maybe he's actually not even like originally a part of scp-3884 maybe he found scp-3884 and decided to become its driver like a la like a night hauler style like how like the night hauler may not be the night hauler himself but the truck versus how this is another like car it's a it's a military cargo truck that dispenses military hardware like it's another kind of like from this like trucker pantheon that we that that's sort of like spawned out of this (laughs) Mm -hmm. glorious or maybe 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 SCP three eighty four is just another avatar of of the Night Hauler and that truck, like it it changes its form, but it's they're the same entity. Mm-hmm. Possible. Mm-hmm. And my only other note is in regards to the one hundred thousand point one, where it's you are beyond war, your time has come. I'm assuming that means like he's getting drafted to fight the mother on a more official and super powered role at that point, like whoever yeah. gets that level. Yeah, exactly. Like, is this is this the other like? Because like we we know that the mother is being combated by the admiral, um, or by the by the withered king. Um, he's being atta- They're they're being fought off by uh, like like Holland Hank is is doing his part. Um, with the the foundation is clearly doing their part. Is this is like and again we've we've kind of speculated who the big boss is from the Vulture Gulch guys like. And how, like, it might be the connection to, like, the Night Hauler and stuff. So, like, under that trench, SCP, um, there is that third option. Remember, like, the Admiral, like, bring, like, pulls, pulls bodies from that, uh, from that, that character select screen. <laughs> and the mother yes. pulls bodies from that character select screen. And then there's the third option where, like, the, the avatar of the Night Hauler shows up. 
and basically like leads them down a new path. Um, is that is was this... it confirmed to be the Nighthaller in that? Yeah, well, it, it links to like well, it, it's speculated that 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 figure, based on his dialect and and his uh, his appearance, he he is very similar in appearance and 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 ad- and, and personality or like or or uh, in dialogue to the Nighthaller. Okay. So, um, it, that's what the speculation is, and I think I mean it's maybe reading between the lines, like it is that character. Um, mm. but my question here is that like, is, is gunmetal Gary, like, is, is the 100,000 point like redemption code? Like, yeah. Is that basically like, is this another, is that, is that the army you go to? If that's, if that's indeed like where you, what, what your prize is, is you become a much better fighter and, of the, and you basically join the night haulers, um, like skirmishers basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, we may never know because the foundation is keeping everyone from getting points. Yeah, goddammit. <laughs> I do think they should have a, D, a D-class guy just to earn points. Yeah, just to see what happens. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I think that would actually be an, an interesting like, add-on for this story, or like for this, for this entry, or even like an, a story for this. And, I mean, who knows? Maybe that story that is linked is, like, has something to, like, kind of mixed with that, like where we find out more about like, the point system. We just need to, you know, read that at some point. <laughs> Maybe. But uh, yeah, no, I think that would also be like an interesting thing, like to have like as a, like an addendum in this SCP is like the Foundation has uh, has has had several D class uh, um, D class subjects um, uh, tinker with the uh, the guns and weapons to try and rack up points <laughs> to see what see what exactly how exactly it happens. Like the best science for them to do on that was like they get a D class to get one point. Cool, they leave them at one point to see if there's any adverse effects to that. And then get another guy to get five points and leave him at that pointage. Like, yeah. Have a D class for each point scale to see if there's any adverse effects to getting the gifts from him. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, yeah, that's about it. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. It's 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 a pretty quick and easy read. <laughs> um. Like, aside from the hyperlink that is hidden <laughs> to another story. <laughs> um. But there's a lot of like I I feel like there's a lot of fun here with this character, um, and we kind of got a tease of that when when he met Joe. Oh, why do I keep wanting to say Joho Baggy? It's my one of my. Hell is that? It's a character I me and me and a friend came up with for a, for a potential web comic like years back. Oh, okay. Um. But yeah. Like it, it, we we got that when we kind of got a tease of, of of Gary when we read the Joey Fucknut stories. Um. And and this just sort of continues on, like elaborating on the character and and his vehicle. I wonder um, where the hell his vehicle was in that. It was somewhere in the woods. <laughs> or he exploded, so he's somewhere in the vehicle somewhere else. So he has to go find it again. Yeah. Although it's weird because he if because he usually appears in the southwest of America, not in Ontario, which we discovered he he apparently was in like the like some some provincial forest in Canada's Ontario. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so he appeared down there, and then, yeah, that would probably mean he has his truck, otherwise, how'd he get up there? So, my question, like, so if we do get another Joe, if we do get another Joey story, will, will that be, like, they, they, um, uh, Joey does have to abandon his car, his, his plane, and they're, they're, they're in, uh, they're in, uh, Gary's truck, driving through the, through the forest away from Foundation members. That'd be cool. Or does or does or does uh, maybe in order to like stall the foundation, 
um, Gary specifically like sacrifices his truck for this this version of this truck and just runs into like heads towards the uh, the foundation members to try and like get them to trigger the explosion. Oh, that's cool. So he blows up and teleports away with his truck like, and Joey gets away. Like, I'll make sure you get away, Joey. It's like, thanks, Gary. <laughs> cool guys, don't look at explosions. <laughs> yeah, no, wow. <laughs> I'd be down. Yeah, I I'd definitely be down to clown with that story. Mm-hmm. Um all right, so I guess that with that we get into final thoughts, uh, which is kind of where I was kind of leading with that. <laughs> um, I love Gunmetal Gary. Um, his, sh- his shenanigans are great fodder for uh, I think potentially more stories about him and even like horror game scenarios about like what he does because like it's he does it like happy go lucky, but it can also be turned around on its head. And and made horrifying uh, from from a mundane human perspective. So yeah, I, I I'm gonna recommend this entry. It's 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 fun. And a, as as it seemed to be like it, it was probably an April Fool's episode, like uh, April Fool's sort of uh, story. But it, it's still like really fun and worth the read. I feel so. That's my recommendation. Mikey, the East Dance for Evil. Um. Yeah, it was nice to get some backstory for the Gunmetal Gary that shows up in Joy Makes a Friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully we'll get a sequel to that one. Um, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and, and this is back to just the regular SCP entries, which this is fine as far as that goes, so I'm going to recommend it. And Gamer? And Gamer? Lost Gamer. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> so for, for me, I, I kind of feel bad for Gary, honestly, because unlike his brothers, he isn't allowed to help, because Holland Hank... He's allowed to spawn creatures as much as he wants, and the Foundation puts them down because they know it's for the greater good because there'll be bigger ones if he doesn't do that. Yeah. The Night Hauler, he's allowed to drive as fast as he wants. He's transporting shit. He's doing it. He's going to do it. No one's allowed to have Gary's guns. It's, it's funny because, like, waste. Hall and Hank and, and Night Hauler, they're allowed to get away with it because they can't be stopped. <laughs> like, they're... It, it, I almost feel like for Gunmetal Gary, like he is maybe like slightly lower on the tier of God of of like of like this pantheon, because like his stuff doesn't like it. No matter what, it, it ends up in the person's arms. Like it's not being forced upon somebody. Like he's giving them the choice, and everyone is 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 denying him. Yeah, it's which is why I feel bad for him because he's yeah, like, no, I just want to help America. Yeah. Fuck yeah! Nobody wants to take my cool guns? What the fuck? Go take our guns! Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, no, it. Yeah, it, it is kind of sad. It's like he's just trying to help, but like no one's trusting him. Yeah, like think about it. He does this for two years. The only person that's taken a gun is a kid, and it was a, a, <laughs> a nerf super gun. soaker. It was a, it was a Nerf brand toy rifle, so it was not a super soaker. It was a, oh, it was Nerf. Okay, yeah. cool. Still, yeah. How bad would you feel as Gary? 
having this awesome power, I can manifest a freaking Barrett M82 out of thin air. It works perfectly. It's an amazing sniper rifle. And just no one wants it. I just figured out why he was in a he was he was in Canada's well, he was in Ontario's like provincial woods or provincial forest. He's just given up. Like at that point in the in the story in the world like like in the in the continuity, he's given up. He's just like fuck yeah. it. Like if no one's taking this fuck. It, I just got, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go up north. On a, I'm going on a vacation you know, from all this bullshit. No one's taking my shit. And then, like, yeah, he was just camping out in the woods, just like trying to find himself. And then he met his friend Joey, or he met this new friend of his, Joey. That's surprisingly plausible. <laughs> I just like as soon as he was like, he's so he's like, like after two years, he's like, he's got, he's made one sale. Yeah. <laughs> and he just he's just given up. Like that. That's why he was. That's why he was. He was so bitter and like. And uh, and whatnot in the uh, in when he when he first met Joey is because he's like he he feels like he's been like the world like the world's been like beating him up for not like taking his stuff just because he's a, a horrifying zombie creature yeah yeah wow. that's actually my head cannon now like the average commander I hope you're taking notes for this I was <laughs> like so we just... <laughs> <laughs> I mean again like we're, we're... I'm half joking because, like, this would be. Yeah, really we're cool. half like, joking. We're, we're giving you gold. <laughs> but, like, uh, yeah, no, like, legit. That's gonna be my head now as to why he was up north. <laughs> was he was he's, mm-hmm. he's given up. <laughs> Damn right. And it took. Oh my! Does that make that even more of a buddy horror now? Because like, he was down on his luck, like, giving up, out camping, just like or trying to find himself, and then he met his new friend. <laughs> that's pretty buddy horror to me. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, hell, they might get back to the campsite and he has a human friend there. He's just a dude. Same Steve. Who was the kid? <laughs> I don't know you what you're referencing, but I'll laugh. No, no, the, the kid who got the Nerf gun from all, who's all grown oh. up. Oh, yeah. Like, maybe maybe that was a couple of years ago. So now he's like, hmm. maybe, maybe uh, again, like, maybe... Uh, Gunmetal gear. You know, maybe the kid somehow racked up a thousand, like a hundred thousand points, and like you are beyond war. You are beyond, uh, or you're beyond war. Your time has come. You're joining me now. We're buddies on the road. Yeah, like that's what happens when you get the hundred, the hundred, uh, hundred thousand points. You become a companion to uh, to Gunmetal Gary. Nice. You become his best. You become his best pal. Forced to be friends. Yeah, we're friends now. It's. <laughs> It's like a fucking anime trope, but like instead of like you get like the uh, like the the the, sh- the boy character gets like um like a girlfriend for uh, for for through like accidental reasons, they get a they get like a pal, mm-hmm. they get a roommate <laughs> as a result. Of course. Oh my god, I I fucking I want that I want this story. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Again, I think I think it's a, yeah. Sorry. Uh. Overall recommendation, I did enjoy the read. It was quick and easy to read. I don't know how I feel about jumping into an entire 25-story well, pantheon of other things again, to again, get that uh, little bit. Again, like, I think I think, I think think we brought it up last time, but like, it, I, I think it's a, a story that was collected into this act, so I, I, it might be able to be read, like, on its own. Yeah, maybe. Or it might be part of a series. I, I'll look into it before we go, before we do any, like, commitments to it. But Yes. Um, or at least I'll try to remember to, because you know, we all know how spotty my 
my uh, my memory is for plans on the show. <laughs> All good. Looking at you, Slender Vlog Theater. <laughs> when was the last time we did that? Two years ago. Shut up, past me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, things happen. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I will recommend it. It's just it's a shame that he can't do his job. Yeah. Like, even if the foundation is like recovered weapons have been fully tested and they are functional, so they are being used. Great. That's fine. He's arming the foundation. That's cool. That would but it sounds be, yeah, like they're like, just throwing it in a cargo container. Yeah, exactly. Which sucks. Oh my god. Can you imagine, like, next time on Storage Wars? <laughs> <laughs> they open up, what the fuck? They find this, oh, like... Oh, that's awesome. And, like, yeah, just, like, yeah. <laughs> and that's, like, because, like, bureaucratic, like, snafus happen. So, like... That would be a hilarious thing if, like, an SCP Foundation, like, cargo, like, like storage container gets auctioned off at uh, through, yeah. like, a Storage Wars-style thing. And that's when the points get start getting racked up. And, like, Metal Gary's just, like, off in the woods, like, man, why do I even... Huh? Oh, my God. Somebody's using my guns. <laughs> I can feel the points. <laughs> I can feel the... I can feel the points. They're going. They're flowing. Yes! You get body armor. <laughs> You this get body awesome. armor, and you this get body armor. Yeah, and you get a cremator, and you get some perditions, and you, <laughs> oh, you friend, you get an iron devastator. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! He's a fun character. I just yeah, want them to exactly, do more with yeah. him. Exactly. That's what I think. I think that's why we're all recommending him. Is he, much like Joey Fucknuts and the Boneheads of Vulture Gulch. He's just a fun fucking horror character. Like he is. Yeah. I just really think the foundation should take advantage of him, like not in a bad way, in a good way. Like use him as an asset. Yeah. Like who knows, maybe this is another way of them like creating a funner version of the uh, of of uh, of the um project or uh, was it Project Siren or uh or yeah, Project Siren, which is the uh uh using the anchor and a bunch of like um, like thaumaturgical, like um, siphons or whatever to like create like ghost soldiers. What if this is the like the funner way of doing that, where it's just like, all right, we need to get our, we need to rank up our our, uh, our soldiers. Those our soldiers need to rank up some points so they get a hundred a hundred thousand points to become beyond war. Yeah, <laughs> to become so your, your soldiers uh, drafted into the foundation. Um, here's your rewards card. If you <laughs> if you do all these rewards, you will be gifted these. Uh, these armaments, don't ask. It has <laughs> they look to be the, this way. Yeah, here's here's your record. Wait, what? And they look at it. It's just like it's like this. Like, I, I just imagine this like hastily drawn, like shit, like kind of like just like amateurishly drawn like coop, like uh, like like chart that is basically what like Gunmetal Gary like puts on his guns. Yeah, it's just like has a, a little cartoon of Gunmetal Gary with like uh, like like the the fall the vault boy is like like thumbs up and just like a winking face. Yeah. <laughs> I might need to draw this now. God damn it! <laughs> or like uh, Marcus from Borderlands. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. yeah, it's done up like a like a like a Borderlands esque sort of like advert. Mm-hmm. Catch a gun. <laughs> Never doing that again. Yeah. Um. And yeah, yeah. Just have basically that's the that's the uh, the the lighter uh, so, uh, super soldier program. <laughs> Of the, of the of the of the foundation is just mm-hmm. racking up these in world like the, the in reality game points to become a better soldier. 
It's fucking cool. That's fucking, weird and it's so, fucked up, but cool. Exactly. That's that's what I love about it. It's it's more. It's kind of boarding a little bit more on like the weird fiction sort of angle, but like it's still it's just fun and like horrifying at the same time. Yeah. Humor, horror together. <laughs> Ooh, you did it. I did a thing. <laughs> but yeah, I think so. Yeah, literally roundhouse kick to the to the recommendations. Mm-hmm. All around. Um, we're we're back to form with Cadaver Commander stories. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, Cadaver Commander. We never we never doubted you. There was just except for rough... that one time we doubted you, and we're sorry. <laughs> uh, we're sorry. Uh, um. But yeah, no. I, I and again, I, at some point, I do want to sit down. I, I'm gonna. I am going to off recording read that that um that story that is hyperlinked and see if. If it is manageable for our show, because otherwise, like we're, that would be looking at like twenty, like partitioning off like twenty-four episodes of our show, like to an entire SCP storyline. Yeah, and I mean, it might be a fun yeah, thing to do. It might be a fun thing to try, because like, but like, because our backlog isn't that much far, like in terms of like stories that have been recommended and stuff. So it might be worth trying out like sometime in the future, but. We'll see how fun the first story is that we're being directly yeah. linked in. Yeah, because we're also not sure. Like, because I think they're not all by the same person. I think they're like a collection of stories. So there, there might be different authors and different like viewpoints and stuff like that. But they are all like sort of like darkly whimsical in nature, from the sounds mm-hmm. of it. Like from from what I I gleaned off of the um the uh, the about page for the um for the the canon. Please, uh, it's I'm, in the boot page. Yeah, in the boot page. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, should hang on. Yeah, because it's and, and for that for those interested, it is the uh, Dread and Circus canon of SCP, and the story that we might read at some point down the road is Undead, Insane, and Fully Loaded, which already sounds like a like a really fucking funny like a, like a fun like title for a story. If Gary yes. if Gary is in fact uh, a lead in it, but I digress yet again. We all do, recommend do this. Digressing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's how I it's how I get around the uh, the uh, the tangent police. <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, it's it's like their banishing word. By saying that, I, <laughs> I, I immediately remove them from my 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 vicinity. Yes, it's like oh, he, he's digressing. Okay, we're good. Yeah, it's like Blair. you win the, you win this time. Get, uh, review cultist. <laughs> um, next time, cultist. Next time. But I digress. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be my new thing, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, this SCP entry, SCP three eight eight four, is worth reading and worth checking out if you want to have a good time. Uh, we all recommend it. And Gunmetal Gary is fucking metal as fuck and awesome. So uh, that will be that'll do it for this episode. Um, and we'll do it for SCPs for a little while for us, anyways. Um, like we we covered all the SCPs that were in the rabbit hole from the Joey Fucknuts sagas, like from their from those stories. So we still have a couple of SCPs that we've grabbed from reading these SCPs, but we're gonna take a break from those. We'll we'll line that up for another month at some point down the road. <laughs> mm. Um, but until next time, if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave a comment in the comment section below. This gets posted with it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. Uh, we're all on Twitter. Uh, Mikey is at the E stands for Evil. 
The gamer in yellow is at the gamer in yellow, but without that W because his name's very long. Um, and I'm at Review Cultist. You can also send us emails at aldentebrigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Or you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas, SCPs, spooky things, uh, sightings online of cryptids, uh, v- creepy videos. Let us know. We'll, we'll take a look at them. We'll read them. We'll discuss them and post them on uh, our episodes. And if you'd like to help support the show financially, you can go to Patreon. Look up Aldente Rigor Mortis and select the back tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, extra content. To our listener or to our patrons that are, to our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you guys immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate that. <laughs> thank you. Um Yeah. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, Cadaver Commander, once again, we salute you. Um, to our listeners, if you weren't listening to our show, it would be like screaming into the void. Uh, and no one wants that, because then the void will talk back, and that's when the sanity starts melting away. Um, and uh, if you weren't writing these stories and sharing them online, well, we definitely wouldn't have much of a show, because there'd be nothing to talk about. So, thank you. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. Mikey, they stand for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well.